Welcome to the Raise Your Energy podcast. My name is Linda Lange and I'm your host. I am so excited about this episode. I had my struggles with the concept of surrendering before, so I can imagine that other people do too. And maybe that's you currently being here with me. So I want to share with you my current understanding of what surrendering actually means for me. And I hope that it helps you get clearer on your understanding too. So let's get started. So excited to dive into the word and the meaning of surrender together with you today. I personally had my own journey with the word and I have seen others ask themselves similar kind of questions. And the kind of questions that came to my mind in the past when I thought about surrender or what it means to surrender is what does surrendering actually mean? How do you do it? Are there any useful tips or tricks or steps that I should be taking to surrender? Does it mean giving up and not even having goals anymore? Or how do I surrender if I have big plans in my life and big dreams that I still want to achieve? And to be very honest, have I figured it all out? No. But why I'm talking about this today is because I made progress. I have a better understanding now. And I know that this is by far not the end of it. And there is for sure more for me to uncover, to understand and actually apply into my life. But I want to share this with you. So hopefully it helps you too. Maybe you are like me and you love to have everything under control. I love to organize everything in advance or did so in the past. Nowadays, I'm much more relaxed. And if my former self, well, just even a few years ago, would see me now, it would not believe what it was seeing. I still love planning and organizing, but I have become more used to letting go, letting go of the control and the need to control everything and everyone. So to say, let things get out of control for the purpose of surrendering. So back to my question, what does surrendering actually mean? I have gotten a much better understanding of the meaning of surrendering through the book, The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. I've read the book about six months ago, end of 2022 for the first time, and then another time just a few weeks ago. It's just so good and eye-opening. And in the book, Singer shows us what can happen when you let life or the universe do what it wants to do rather than you trying to make it do what you want. And this is what he calls surrender. The book describes his life journey of surrendering again and again in his life. And by giving these life examples, it becomes so much clearer what surrendering is supposed to look like or how it can look like. If you ever before came across someone saying to you, just surrender, did you ask yourself as well, well, how? <laughs> and then nobody really told you really how to do it or gave you a proper answer. 
yeah, I feel you. That's been me as well. I would give my best today to give you an answer on the how, to the best of my current knowledge and my own experience. And yes, I will provide you as well with a few examples from my life over the last few months. So let's get into it. The first step in the how is being detached from the outcome. Dr. Joe Dispenza says, the balance between intention and surrender is a delicate one. The intention is to get clear on what we want and surrender is trusting in the best outcome. What this means to me is that I can still have my intentions, my goals and my dreams, but surrender to the universe to bring them to me in the most amazing way that I could ever imagine. In the past, I would need to control everything. So all of the how, so to say. If I have a goal, how do I make that happen? What are the 27,000 steps that I need to take to get there? And then I go and work on them. But now I know better. I know now that the universe is so much more intelligent than my analytical mind and that if I can surrender and let go of the control to the universe, the universe can go ahead and make it happen. And it might come to me maybe in just 79 steps instead of the 27,000 steps that I thought I needed to reach my goal. So the universe is just so good and it can shift things around globally to make my goal happen in the quickest and best way. But it's going to be a way that I cannot fathom with my conscious mind. Because if I could, I would do it, but I can't. So if we can let go of the how and controlling the how and as well the when, then the universe gets to work and will find the best and the most aligned way for us to reach our goals. If we don't let go and try to control the when and the how, we set boundaries in which the universe can just work. So we limit ourselves. We limit the divine capabilities for the need to be in control. Does that make sense to you? Now, the title of this first how step <laughs> was being detached from the outcome. So far, I explained to you how to be detached from the how and the when. And that is already such an important first step that most people never even reach or fully allow. But there is another level to it that I'm now just starting to learn and actually play around with myself. And that is even being detached from the outcome itself. I'm going currently through a five-month program with Catherine Zanchina, who is a manifestation expert, and she explains to us to bring ease, fun, and lightness to the goal that we selected. We want to be much more nonchalant when we talk about the goal that we dream about, because if we are holding too tight on that goal and we need it we create an energy of desperation and neediness. And have you ever had a person wanting to be your friend so bad that they came across as really needy? Yeah. And 
did it not kind of put you off actually being friends with that person? The energy of neediness is not attracting abundance into our lives. The energy of neediness brings with it the feeling of lack and a sense of failure of possessing that what we need. And a quick way for you to start getting better at not having that neediness floating around anymore in your life is actually catching yourself every time you say the word need. You would say things like, I need to do this, or I need to still get this done, or I need to have this, or I need to have that. From now onwards, every time you hear yourself say the word need, I want you to stop and reflect on what you were just saying or about to say and consider if this is really true, if you really need something or you rather get to do something or if you really need to have this or if you want to have it or you just want to have it for the heck of it <laughs> or you potentially don't really want to have it if you think that you need to have it or you can potentially say no to something instead of saying I need to do this. That way you begin to get sensible about creating neediness, lack and burdens in your life. Make sense? Okay. So back to the topic of detaching ourselves from the outcome. My current example is the next level of success in my business. In my old fashioned way, I would have set a clear path of how the result of my successful business would need to look like. And of course, as well, how I would get there and when it would happen. And that is not the case anymore. Yes, I still manifest the next level of success, but I detach myself from how it's exactly going to look like, feel like, smell like, taste like. That way I surrender to the highest degree possible for me right now and let the universe decide on what the outcome is going to be. Because I just want to have that next level of success, but it can come in many different ways that I might not even think about at this moment in time. And a really cool way, again, a great tip from Catherine Zankina is to write down 500 ways how you can reach your goal or your dream. That way, your conscious mind starts to open up for more possibility and remove the blinders that you might have on and open your focus. To be honest, I have not reached yet the 500 ways on how my business can go to the next level of success, but only just writing down the first 20 has already opened up my focus and the room of possibilities, the limitless room of possibilities so much in my conscious mind and for sure as well in my subconscious mind. It helped me loosen that grip from the outcome that we want to practice. And just to clarify as well that this or what I just said to you does not mean for you to sit on the sofa and do nothing. I want you to take action towards your goal one step at a time. Take action that you feel inspired to take towards that goal or that dream without knowing all the next 
13 steps that come afterwards. That is your way to show the universe that you are serious about your goal and you mean it, but you trust the universe to deliver it in the best possible way and in divine timing. Okay, let's move on to the how step number two. And that is giving up and giving in. Usually when we read something about surrendering, we come across a phrase that says, it's not about giving up, it's about giving in. Giving in to the universe, something greater within us, your higher self, God, whatever you want to call it. But I believe that there is an aspect that we do want to give up on as well in the process of surrendering. And that is giving up on parts of our ego, part of our conscious mind, the critical faculty. And I always love to call that part of my mind the ever-chatting mind. (laughs) That said, it does not chat anymore that much, but it does love to show up when I decide to surrender. My chatting mind will then say things like, what if it doesn't work? Then we will have wasted all of that time surrendering that we could have used now to plan everything out, all of the steps for the next three years. What if the universe does not think that we should achieve this goal, but there should be another goal? What if something or someone gets in our way of achieving this goal? Do we think the universe actually got our message loud and clear? Does it really understand what we exactly want? Or do we maybe need to repeat it 100 times just to be sure? This is serious, you guys. <laughs> you go ahead and begin to surrender and you will see what your mind is going to do. The thing is that this mind, the ego, wants us to stay safe. And safe means staying in the known and controlling every step of the way because then we know that step. Because we've created it so we can control it. It does not like to give away control, even if something much better will come out of it. It does not really think like that. It's just busy to keep you safe right now and stepping into the unknown by surrendering means it's not safe in the eye of the ego. So as part of the surrendering process, we want to find a way to work with that part of mind, with the ego, with my chatting mind, to make it feel safe even if we surrender so our dream can be achieved quicker, better, and in unexpected ways. And for me, that means giving up on just always being in the comfort zone, giving up on the feeling of safety, giving up on listening to that dramatic voice in my head, and rather giving in and letting the universe take control of my journey for a while. It will get me to a much better place in a quicker amount of time than I could ever come up with myself. Okay, and now the last how step that I have for you today, which is number three, trusting in the flow of life. That learning that I made from applying the process of surrendering is to trust more. It's kind of a byproduct of letting go of control. We can loosen the grip on the manifestation process of our dream when we trust that the universe, God, our higher self or the divine has our back and is always acting in our best interest. This is very much linked to the emotional part of the surrendering process. Well, that's how I minimum experience it. 
if I'm unable to trust, I have feelings of frustration, unworthiness, and fear. And that makes me worry, being scared, or doubting myself. In a sense, I practice moving into trust again and again and again. You can imagine it like a pendulum that is swinging usually from one side to the other, but it got stuck on one side. That is where the fear is, where the doubt and where the frustration is. And when it gets unstuck, when we're starting to trust, it has the possibility to swing to the other side, to be in that trust and the love and the peace, which lets me let go of that grip and surrender. And then for sure, it will swing back. <laughs> I will not promise you, you will just by the first time stay in that trust side, for sure not. No, it will swing back because that's what it's used to, right? But every time you get to swing back, every time you move into trust again, it has a possibility to swing over again to the other side and gets used maybe as well to swing more from one side to the other. So it gets more and more unstuck from the place where we have spent most of our life in. And at times, it will probably just be more in the middle as well. It will be hanging out in a very neutral middle, which is very nice and very calm and very peaceful. So the process of surrendering and moving your feelings to trust, faith and gratitude gets you to a much better emotional state of being. I would hope that you agree with that. <laughs> and can you see that you have to practice this? You have to practice moving into that trust state for you to be able to live your life one day in that more neutral bit of peacefulness and calmness, that place where you just don't get bothered anymore that much. Do you see that? And when I struggle to move into that trust, I will look back at all of the times that I have had proof of this through synchronicities. I actually started recording all of my bigger or amazing, like mind-blowing synchronicities as proof for myself when I need to remember that the universe is so much more powerful than I can actually imagine. So I remember all of the times when I was speechless and still am actually about certain events happening in my life that I could have never imagined or come up with myself. And that's what lets me then move easily back into that trust state. Okay, my dear, that's all I know about surrendering at this moment in time. Let me know if this was helpful or what you think about surrendering. Connect with me via Instagram, Facebook or YouTube as I would love to hear from you and learn as well from you of what you think about surrendering. I hope you enjoyed this episode and were able to take away a few aha moments because that's why I'm doing what I'm doing, to open your eyes to a new way of looking at your own life. Thank you so much for listening to me today. And with that, I love you and leave you. Talk soon and bye-bye. <laughs>